0: Coming up in a little bit, it will be Kansas State head football coach Chris Kleiman, and at the end of the hour, I'm wrapping things up with Justin Wells and Ian Boyd of InsideTexas.com and the On Texas Football YouTube channel. Right now, though, I am joined by a guy whose team does have some expectations this year. It is Texas Tech head football coach Joey McGuire. Joey, thank you for the time. How are you doing today?
1: Doing good, man. This, is, this has been a great day, and Got to hear everybody yesterday. Um, so it's a lot of fun being here at Media Day. It's getting closer and closer to football.
0: I know. That's exciting each and every year, regardless of whether or not we're in the state of Texas. In terms of listening to other people speak, is there any one thing that you've heard so far that stands out to you? You know, I, I actually
1: sent uh, Sark a text yesterday. And, um, you know, I, he's one guy that I really didn't know before, um, you know, us kind of being, you know, head coaches in this conference, and I thought he did a really good job yesterday. I think I really do think Texas is going to be really good, and so – you know, I, I loved what he said and uh, a lot of stuff that I really believe in. He, he seems so player-centered, and um, so I, I've heard great things from him. I didn't get to hear all of Gus, but heard he give me a, gave me a shout-out. We're, we're ex-high school or old high school coaches, and so that was really cool to listen to uh, the, the little bit that I talk, uh, got to
0: hear. So you guys are obviously dealing with a little bit more in the way of expectations uh, from your first year in Lubbock. And a lot of that has to do with the players on the field, their development, but also the coaching staff as well. And I assume that uh, you do not shy away from those expectations. You're happy that uh, more is expected in terms of what your team might be able to accomplish this year.
1: No doubt. I mean, I'd rather be on this end than the other when people, you know, you had no expectations, you know, and, and so um, it, it's one of the deals uh, that you have to as a coach, it's your job to make sure you get these guys to understand that the game's still played, you know, on Saturday it's still played, um, you know, on the field and, and – um, but, but it's fun to be in the mix of, of people uh, talking about you and, and expecting good things from you, and, and, and they should. You know, we have an older team. We've got 18 starters back from that uh, bowl game in Houston, and, and uh, our guys are working extremely hard. they We have a very healthy locker room. Our guys care about each other. Um, they, they come to work every day, and you get to push them, uh, you know, to somewhere that I don't even know if they – thought they could get there and and now they're starting to believe more and more and it's part of my job is to continue to culture that belief but also keep us humble keep us hungry uh, knowing that we've got a really tough schedule and we've got some really good good teams that we've got to go play
0: Obviously, having a healthy locker room not only involves bringing good guys in to begin with, but also ensuring that you have proper team leadership. There's only so much you can do as a head coach to foster that. But what uh, can you do to actually help bring that whole process along? You know, I think uh,
1: making sure that you're growing your leaders and and not being – I learned this a long time ago, not not being scared of somebody's voice. Um, you know, sometimes coaches, uh, they, they don't understand the voice that a guy has in the locker room, and sometimes they tr- try to quiet that voice because they think they're going to say the wrong things. Realize this, if they have a voice, that voice isn't going away. And so it's part of our job is, is to get – guys more on the same page and that we're all talking the same language. And then the the other part is don't be scared for people to ask you why. You know, um, I had a coach one time say, we don't ask the head coach why. And I said, no, 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 no. I want them to ask me why because I know why. I know exactly why we're doing every single thing every single day from the day uh, the season starts till the first day of offseason. And so I think whenever you invite that and, and the kids see that and they see that you're um, doing it for the right reasons, then you've got a chance to create that leadership. And we do. We want a player-led team. It's my job to help them lead, help them lead in the right way. But we want a player-led team because they have the
0: strongest voice. And having people who ask why is important so that they can understand the reason why you're asking them to do something too and yeah. you don't want a bunch of sheep on your team a bunch of sheep are people that uh, aren't going to be able to operate on their own given that opportunity and at some point these guys are going to have to make decisions on their own too
1: no no doubt and you you when you do that you also have quicker buy-in and you have stronger buy-in you know because whenever you tell somebody why you're doing it they have the opportunity to process you know is this really good for me? Is it uh, what I want to do? Um, you got a chance to get on board or not? And so uh, that's one thing we invite that. We, we want to, to have a uh, – I have a leadership council, and the first thing I tell them whenever uh, we first meet for the very first time is I tell them, I am not the head coach when we're in this meeting. Uh, we're all equals. Uh, I want you to be able to speak to me like you're speaking in the locker room. There's no way we can – get to where we need to be um, if you're afraid to say something to me because uh, we're in here and we're, we're not speaking truthfully and so I think that's really important and uh, we're going to try to continue to do that and build this team into a championship team.
0: I've heard the Navy SEALs speak in terms of uh, in terms of leadership in that regard. Like that's kind of the model that they have set up. That even though there is a hierarchy, they make sure that the people that are a part of the team, anybody can step into a leadership position if need be. Is that where you get that ideology from, or did you get that from someplace else?
1: Yeah, it's kind of a mixture of uh, different coaches, different mentors, seeing different things. You know, I I try to study. Uh, constantly like we went to Miami my wife uh, she considers that her vacation I went to listen to a bunch of guys that aren't football coaches talk about how successful they are I listened to Greg Brown the uh, CEO of Motorola Solutions you know the guy that basically told Motorola hey you need to get out of the phone business years and years ago because it wasn't working and so um, that uh, and being around really good coaches and and part of that is the the military group we have we actually have a a group that have come in that will end our summer it's called the program and it's uh ex-military guys that come in and try to identify your leaders and who has a voice and i always ask them like how how can y'all do this so quickly and they say coach we have to be experts in it because in our line of work if we're wrong about a leader people die you know in your line of work you might not get to where you want to be and so uh we do man we spend a lot of time with those guys of of talking they came in in june and and met with the team and watched them work out and met with the leaders and and so uh definitely whenever you bring that up that's part of our uh thought
0: process too is that that mindset so based on all that then what is a most important leadership quality i think it's somebody that puts the greater good in front of
1: the team than themselves you know um i I think it's somebody that you know one thing that the guys, the, you know, whenever I talk to the program, they don't believe in uh, leader leadership. Like, a, as far as like uh, lead by example, that's just being a good teammate. That's just doing your job. Leaders bring somebody with them. Leaders have influence, and so using that influence, knowing that uh, you're, something's bigger than yourself, and, and you're using that to make the team better.
0: This is a question I've been asking everybody over the last couple of days, Brett, your mark included, so I'm going to ask you now. Everybody fears something. I fear unrealized dreams. My wife fears clowns. What's your biggest fear? (laughs) I love what you said. You know, um, I I just don't want to look back
1: and, and... Have regrets, you know. I fear that regret, and a lot of time that regret is not necessarily that you did something um, that wasn't successful, but that you didn't have the courage to try something that was maybe outside of your comfort zone. And um, so, I think a lot of that uh, is one of my fears. You know, it's not healthy, but, you know, I do fear failure. That's a driving force. And then snakes. So I think those are the three things that are are my fears.
0: Failure and snakes. That's a good one-two combo right there. You talked a little bit earlier uh, about – Uh, failure and you talked about it just now but failure is important also we don't strive for failure necessarily but in order to fail you have to take chances and chances are how we grow what is a failure from your life and the lesson that you took from that going forward
1: um you know I think in early I mean I I was a head coach at 31 you know I I got my first head coach job at, at 2003 and um You know, one of the biggest things that I had to do was um, trust and delegate. And I didn't do that early. You know, I tried to do too much. And um, one of the things that that I learned and one of the things that if you come into Texas Tech and you go, what's that guy's job? What's that guy's job? Every single person is an expert at something. They have one defining job that is their job. And I do not ask about it. Um, They can have that closed loop of communication to tell me they got it done. But a lot of times, that's your job. Do your job. And, And so I found letting people that are really good at stuff identify them put them in those positions and let them do their job. And I didn't do that early. And so that was one thing that I had to learn because I'm not good at a lot of things that other people are. And so what it was doing is, was I wasn't good at that. And then it was taken away from the things that I am good at. And so it was kind of two ways of failure.
0: That's such a valuable lesson for even the most competent young people too, because when you're young and you have all that energy, you want to prove that you can do everything. But even if you can in a given moment, it's impossible to sustain over time.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is, and and so I, I think that's part of that growth, and it's something that we're trying to, you know, teach the the guys. It's uh, one reason we just don't have team captains; we have a leadership council. There's more guys, so they can lean on each other, and um, and so I, I think that is, man. You put that perfect. It's a it's a, a good example for young people to see, but also to grow.
0: All right, last couple questions here. We're going to steer things clear back into football now i appreciate the generalized leadership conversation and failure conversation uh fill in the blank for me here it will be a successful season for texas tech in 2023 if blank we're playing in this
1: stadium in december for the big 12 championship
0: it will be a failure if blank
1: my job is to win the big 12 so we're not here um, man, it better be like TCU. And that was the one game that we lost, I guess, you know, because, uh, you know, I just – I really think that that's uh, we have the opportunity. I hate that's one thing. Another thing, you know, we we're kind of talking about fears and stuff like that. I hate missed opportunities. And you, you're going to you got to have you got to be healthy. You got to be lucky. You got to have everything go the right way. Whenever you're talking about this, but you know, uh, one of the things we have a coach's retreat coming up, and one of the things that I'm going to talk about is missed opportunities and making sure that we're doing everything we're supposed to do to get these guys ready to play on Saturdays.
0: Last question now, what do you love about Texas Tech? Here's what's
1: crazy, I love
0: the weather. I Come on now. Going to say, man, but let me I went say, there for a year and a half. There's no I, way you love the weather. Think
1: about this, man. There's no humidity. And so, like, uh, one of my guys, he's one of my ops guys, he got married last year in Houston, and I walked off the plane, and it's, like, July 7th, and, man, I'm just, like, drenched. And I'm like, golly, man, it could be 100 degrees in, at Tech, and it's like, you know, there, it's, there's no humidity. Uh, the mornings and the evenings are absolutely the best whenever you're talking about the summers. May, uh, we practice in the mornings. I think my strength staff gets tired of me always saying, golly, how beautiful is this morning,
0: Um, just because of the weather. So I love the weather, love the people, love the food. So you're right about the weather. It is a dry heat, and that makes a big difference, especially when it's in the 90s and low hundreds. The exception to the weather, though, is when that wind is blowing the wrong direction, and you can smell the slaughterhouses throughout the city. Well, I've been lucky. I don't think it's flipped that away. Uh, But you know what's
1: crazy is uh, I I told somebody, uh, she works for uh, Learfield, um, and she does a lot of video for them and everything, and uh, she graduated from, she's a Texan, but she graduated from Ole Miss, and she got here in January. And I told her, I said, just get You'll appreciate this, you'll appreciate this. And if you're in April and the 1st of May, that wind's going to blow. I mean, there's no doubt that wind's going to blow. Um, but if you
0: turn around, and I saw her at a, an event in June, and she goes, Coach, you were right. This weather's pretty awesome. That works to y'all's advantage once you get used to it, especially with those games in Jones Stadium, right? No doubt, no doubt. Well, he is Joey McGuire, head football coach at Texas Tech. Tech fans, I told you it was an incredible hire when it was made a little bit more than a year ago, and he's done nothing to prove me wrong since. Joey, thank you so much for the time today, and best of luck with thanks. Thank you very much. Great seeing you.